Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tessier of WrestleZone.com, and this is the Recap of Honor. Thank you for tuning into this show that's about all things Ring of Honor. Uh, for the second week in a row, we're doing the show at a slightly different time than usual. For a long time, we've been doing it on Monday nights. But recently, uh, I discovered that Ring of Honor uploads the weekly show uh, Monday mornings on their on their website. So uh, rather than the Fight TV uh, premiere, I started watching the show at 9 a.m. on a Monday morning, which is a, a fun time to watch Ring of Honor, the best wrestling on the planet. At least that's what they say, and I'll have to agree. You know, another solid episode show a episode of the show this week and i'm looking forward to talking all about it before i do just remind you all that this show like everything we do here at WrestleZone, is available on any number of streaming platforms whether it's soundcloud spotify youtube apple, apple Podcasts, whatever it may be uh, make sure to leave like and, and subscribe i'm sorry everybody if you if you can uh, notice i'm feeling a little under the weather but bear with me because i'm here to talk about a very fun episode of ring of honor uh, they announced uh three matches for the show this week it definitely is a loaded show uh compared to sometimes the will we'll see two big matches we had three matches this week we had brian johnson the mecca with an open challenge now to plug to plug an interview i do with him i spoke with brian johnson before the the premiere of this episode last week and he was talking about the open challenge he was talking about all his uh, his momentum he's his four and one going into this match match so he's really uh, got a, a lot of momentum recently and uh, he was really looking forward to uh, this open challenge to kind of be able to show that it's mecca versus everybody that yeah, he is very underrated and i have to agree i've been uh, singing his praises for months here on the recap of honor so we had that match we had quinn mckay versus angelina love a former wor world a, a woman's wor world champion in ring of honor and in other promotions against quinn mckay the host of ring of honor week by week and really ring of honor wrestling itself you know stepping into the ring there definitely exciting match there uh and and also of course the briscoes facing ec3 and flip gordon you know one of the best uh, tag teams in ring of honor history against the the oddball dy dynamic team of uh, flip gordon and, and ec3 definitely a combustible situation there so you know on paper a great show and then uh, uh, once i watched it i could safely say it delivered i really enjoyed this one we started off with the main event match we started off with the briscoes against uh, ec3 and flip gordon uh, and before the match they made it at least they teased that flip gordon and ec3 would not get along uh, flip bragged that he beat mark briscoe at the 19th anniversary pay-per-view uh but ec3 fell short in his match with jay briscoe so right away seed uh sowing the seeds of a little descent there and i like that just kind of add a little more uh intensity to this match because obviously you had you know the 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 two feuds combined here with mark and, and flip and ec3 and jay and uh you know having come together here where the briscoes were hoping to kind of i guess pick up a win here and, and move on back into uh, tag team title uh, contention but unfortunately they lost they lost this match ec3 and flip gordon pulled off the victory but not not uh not without a little um taint uh, a little you know asterisk in the in the win column there because flip gordon cheated the win he he took jay briscoe's chain and he hit uh, mark briscoe with it to help EC3, although it's more for only EC3 did not see Flip Gordon uh, use that chain. Uh, for, uh, EC3 pinned Mark Briscoe with a basically a neckbreaker inverted DDT kind of thing, uh, and he picked up the win, uh, adding kind of a, a question mark here where he didn't see Flip Gordon cheat to win, but they they pulled off this victory. So uh, that obviously the, this would seemingly send the Briscoe brothers down the tag team rankings. And as for EC3 and Flip Gordon, I'm not sure what's next for them. I mean, Flip Gordon, I've talked about it before, but he is a world championship shot by winning the honor uh, battle royale i think that was in february of 2020 at this point uh, and he's never gotten that shot so uh sooner or later you have to think that flip gordon will get a shot at the title 
whether it's Roosh or somebody else, should Roosh lose the title uh, before Flip gets the opportunity. But with a big one here, uh, you've got to think that Flip Gordon's going to get that shot sooner or later. As for EC3, I talked about it last week, but uh, he's been battling some health issues recently. He was in the hospital for an infection. He uh, up to, In an updated uh, post about the situation this weekend, uh, he said that he's uh, but now he's recovering, but... You know, it's definitely a big setback for, setback for him, and it's really a shame. Obviously, not even not just for Ring of Honor, just in the general sense for for the person and for just his general career. Definitely, his he's he's had his fair share of obstacles and difficulties, but um, you know, he's been a great get for Ring of Honor. He's done great work in Ring of Honor in the short time he's been here. Uh, you know, yeah, even yeah, again, I, I just said, as I just said, he's he's had a lot of obstacles. Unfortunately, he tested positive for COVID ahead of his pay per view debut uh, at Final Battle, so his match with Jay Briscoe got delayed, uh, and now he's he had the severe infection so now he's i'm not sure how long it's gonna take for him to cut recover um he mentioned i think in the post that he's got a couple dates circled on his calendar and i think he said the first one was uh, may 27th which is later this month not sure what that means but definitely worth keeping an eye on for that one um but i, I hope that he, that he recovers you know ex expediently and, and that he returns to Ring of honor sooner rather than later because he's a star yeah he looks like a star he's got the, the pedigree definitely uh and i've got to hope that you know again coming off of this win especially you know he's going places in ring of honor uh and i'm very curious to see what where he goes next from here because uh i i just want i want to see the best for him i think he's i think he's uh, really proven himself in, in in ring of honor and beyond so i'm very curious to see what happens uh, with ec3 we'll, we'll have to wait and see and of course here at vessel zone and on this show we'll, we'll keep you posted as, as soon as we know more i don't want to sit here and speculate about stuff i know i know about uh i just i do know that ec3 did post that update so i could share that but regardless that was a very fun match i enjoyed it the briscoes one of the best tag teams in, in the world, you know, bar none, uh, especially uh, just in, in Ring of Honor history and, and today, both both in both cases. Uh, I always enjoy, enjoy seeing them in the ring. And I, I just got to wonder, you know, they lost this match, so they're probably not going to get a tag title shot uh, at any point. In the, in the in the near future right if they're if they're going to go back down the rankings so i do have to question where they're going from here we, we just saw mark face jay on the the 500th episode so don't know if that is, this could lead to more you know tension more dissent there or if, if it's kind of going to be back to the drawing board and kind of hope to work their way back up the rankings yet again we're gonna have to wait and see what happens with that one uh but next up i'm from I'm, i am biased because i like i said I, I spoke to brian johnson last week but uh we had uh, i was i'm biased in saying that I, I was very excited for this match because we had an open challenge from brian johnson he was four and one heading into this match a lot of momentum he won at the the 19th anniversary pay-per-view uh a fatal four away with lsg Danhausen, and e eli isom he beat ryan ryan mooney also known as ryan nova on week by week recently uh he beat Danhausen again on ring around wrestling uh, earlier this year so he's been riding a lot of momentum and hoping to prove that you know it really is Mecca versus everybody that he really is just just as good as he says he is so he, he issued open challenge he said you know and in, in the in the pre-match promo he said you know ring of honor is really divided of all these with, with all these factions but hey the Mecca stands by himself so and as i said i'm gonna plug myself make sure to check out the interview that i had with brian johnson it's available on our youtube and uh wherever you know all like i said all the the, the audio platforms so it's not called spotify youtube whatever it may be check it out you know brian johnson for my money, one of the very best promo guys in the business, and you know when you when you get to an, an interview with him, it's like a thirty minute promo and uh, with Brian Johnson at his best. So can't recommend cannot recommend that enough. Please check it out. Uh, I, I really enjoy getting to speak with him, and I, I really do think it turned out very well. 
where he talked about this open challenge, where he talked about uh, his hopes for, you know, the short-term and long-term future, really. Uh, he, made, he made it clear he, he's got gold on his mind. He wants to face the champions, but uh, that started here with this open challenge. He called out Roosh, he called out Tony Deppany, he called out Dragon Lee, all the three title, holder, three title holders in Ring of Honor's mass division. Uh, none of those guys answered. Instead, Dan Housley came out to introduce PCO the French Frankenstein, a former world champion. Now, I'm going to admit, guys, when when PCO came out, you know, he's a former world champion, I had to think, oh, man, Brian Johnson's going to lose. Like, even though he's one, he's one of my favorite wrestlers here, I was like, man, Brian Johnson, he's going to lose this one. That's going to be really disappointing. And I've got, you know, to get, get, to get out ahead of it, Brian Johnson did lose this match. PCO choked him out with this, like, mandible claw kind of thing that looked really brutal uh the ring of honor has been teasing that pco has been working on his like jujitsu and kind of like his combat uh element of, of his game here and it shows like he's got that strikes and he's got this like now this mandible claw where like he wrenched brian johnson's jaws apart looked brutal uh but i really like the story here where it wasn't just you know pco came out and and tossed brian johnson around and he easily beat him no brian johnson held his own pco he took the fight to the big man uh he and there are a couple times where it really did look like brian, brian johnson was would win this match uh, at, at at least two different points. A PCO quote unquote malfunctioned, where you know he's he's a strange Frankenstein, and the the electricity that fuels him uh, short wired or something, where he would like, kind of scream in pain and kind of be vulnerable, and that let Brian Johnson kind of take control again. And that happened twice, and I I like that added story where it's like it just made me think just maybe. Brian Johnson could win this one, but this was a classic case of you don't always need to win a match to benefit, right? Brian Johnson, we saw him months ago face Dalton Castle, didn't win that match, but he held his own with the former world champion. He did the same thing here at PCO. He did not win, but he looked pretty darn good in this, in this losing effort. Uh, he really took the fight to PCO. He held his own. Uh, made me think that the, uh, at a couple points he just might pull this one off. Uh, unfortunately, it was not to be. PCO still picked up the victory. It was great to see PCO back on the ground of wrestling, uh, especially during the pandemic. He hasn't been around as much, and that's just true for anybody, right? Like when you have the, the Ring of Honor, the, the bubble system where you bring in people for for the tapings, and then you know maybe maybe someone's not in one set one set of tapings, and, and they're not brought back back till the next bubble. So uh, PCO has been kind of here and there. I think the last time I remember seeing him, I think it was in February when we saw um, LFI face Brody King and uh the briscoes and pco in a tag team match i think that was the last time I, I remember seeing it i could be mistaken uh but it feels it feels like it's been a while so it's very nice to see pco back this is a very fun match got to see pco doing his best and it's worth noting pco hit a, a, a pco slow off the top rope and brian johnson kicked out like this is a and the the the, the announcers point out that move has has defeated Roosh, the world champion and brian johnson kicked out so if, if anything else, that, that's a pretty good sign for Brian Johnson here. So tough loss to Brian Johnson. I'm definitely a shame. Uh, I'm biased because I've done two interviews with him and I, I can't help but root for him. I think he's very, very talented. And also, I also like PCL. So for me, this was a classic match where it's like, hey, I'm be happy whoever wins. But I really did hope to see Brian Johnson pick the win here. He did not. But I have to hope that well, he's still going places in 2021. He's going to bounce back from this in no time. So uh, good to see PCO back, even if it's in, in this one-off or or not. I'm curious to see what happens next with it. Uh, but, the, you know, back-to-back, -back, two very, very fun matches here to open the show. And, of course, we had this third match, the which um, has been uh, hyped up and in the works for weeks, if not longer. You know, Mandy, uh, sorry, Mandy, I should say, Mandy Leone and uh, Angelina Love attacked uh, Quinn McKay on the set of Week by Week. I think that was must have been November at this point. They attacked her, made it clear that they, you know, they didn't respect her, that they just 
didn't they didn't respect her whatsoever. Uh, that was back in November, I believe. And ever since then, Quinn McKay has kind of she's been training, getting ready for just in general an, an opportunity to step in the ring. Uh, and then, of course, at 19th anniversary, Maria Canellas Bennett came out and said, "Hey, we're going to have this women's title tournament." And then, when Angelina Love interrupted her, uh, Maria booked this match between McKay and Angelina Love with a stipulation that if Angelina Love uh, should win this match, she would earn a first round buy in the tournament. Uh, now, this was a really fun match. Quinn McKay looked great. She, you know, someone that's out there every week, you know, at the desk uh, with the glasses and the bow tie, very much, you know living her gimmick of you know you think she's just this you know interviewer this personality this and and she plays that role wonderfully she's great at it uh she just as much as Ian McMahon and Caprice Coleman is you know uh, one, one of the the most um consistent faces on Ring of Honor Wrestling every single week so you know getting used to seeing her like that she comes in uh she comes down the ring and she's wearing the glasses and she's wearing button on shirt. She, 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 she takes it off and boom, she looks like a million bucks. And I, I always hesitate to say stuff like that, but she looked great. She really looked like someone that's been really putting in the work, training, working hard, uh, both in, in terms of wrestling and in terms of uh, just physically. You know, clearly, you could tell she, she's, 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 she's working out. And I, I don't mean to sound creepy or anything, but she looked great. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, at the very least, like that helped. Uh, it sounds old fashioned, but, you know, that helps, you know, add this layer of, hey, this, is, this isn't just an interviewer. This is someone that looks like an athlete. Right. So uh, we had the, her come to the ring. Angelina Love comes down to the ring and we see in pre-match promos. Angelina Love is saying that uh, Quinn McKay is, you know, spoiled or not spoiled or entitled and that she hasn't earned any of this opportunity anything like that uh whereas quinn mckay said that you know she has always wanted this opportunity as she's been training she's been working as this broadcaster but she's wanted to prove herself in the ring now she got an opportunity against a former champion in angelina love and she also pointed out angelina love you know if we're if anyone was trying to rebuild woman's vision that they they shouldn't do it with angelina love as potentially the foundation of it because uh you know the the allure and their dastardly uh, tactics for months or i should say years ago now in 2019 or so uh you know cheating and interfering and disrespect and all these things things that you wouldn't want to build this brand uh, of women's wrestling and ring of honor in theory uh so all this all these things being said very much a, a compelling story here where between the the personal aspect of the attack and now this this question of can Angelina, Angelina Love earn this uh, this first one by in the tournament uh, and Quinn McKay wanted to prove, to prove herself as well. It's very you know uh, a multifaceted situation here and both these women really delivered. I mean I think the, the graphic before the match that Angelina Love hadn't wrestled a singles match I think since February of 2020, which is right right before the, the pandemic really hit. Uh, and Quinn McKay, you know she's she's been working really hard uh, training, but you know, this is this is her in ring debut in Ring of Honor. So. Uh, for for me at least, and I would imagine many, many other fans didn't really know what to expect. She looked great. Uh, she looked like uh, someone that really belonged in the ring. That she looked very comfortable. She looked like a natural. Um, you know, if you watch this match with no context, you would probably be surprised to know this was Quinn's debut in Ring of Honor. Um, and as far as I know, the first time she's been in the ring in a while. I know she's been uh, very much you know hosting Ravonna in that role here uh but she she and Angelina Love delivered a, a definitely a main event quality match and you know they had the main event this match was clearly kind of the the featured attraction the, the featured match for the show and it, it delivered with that hype uh you know Angelina Love former woman woman's champion definitely you know uh, one of the, uh, at least especially for Ring of Honor in, in this, you know, rebuilding women's vision, probably the most uh, recognizable, the most talented women's wrestler uh, in 
in the, in that division. So, you know, you would definitely expect her to uh, impress. And she did. She, she, uh, just, she's such, she's such a good heel. That's, that's what it was. She's such a good heel. She's a very good villain dating back to the, the beautiful people back in TNA, then with the allure in, uh, in T uh, ring of honor. You know, I think if she could be, a, if, if now she got this first round by, uh, I should, all right, let's not, I guess I gave it away. Inzvanelov did win this one. Mandy Leon, also in the allure, was a ringside. She kept interfering, distracting Quinn McKay, interfering, uh, getting in her way. In the end, uh, you know, Ma uh, McKay dodged the Botox inject injection kick. She locked in basically a, a, a Koji clutch of sort, sort of move. Uh, and she was this close, this close to making uh, Inzvanelov tap out. But then Mandy Lone got the apron and said, you don't have to be a wrestler, blah, 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 all these things. And, you know, it kind of stirred the pot, made, made uh, McKay upset. And, you know, Queen McKay being human, stood up and said, hey, hey you know, she just, you know, she she let her emotions get the best of her in, in that situation. And then uh, with that, that, that second distraction, uh, boom, uh, Angelina Love hit the Botox injections for the win. So Angelina Love had, has earned that first round by in the tournament, which uh, is coming this summer. So she, you got to think that Angelina Love is going to be, Presumably one of the favorites in that tournament. We don't know who's who's really in it yet. At this point, uh, we've we've been seeing women's wrestling Wednesdays on our women's division Wednesdays on uh, Wednesday naturally uh, on Ring of Honor's YouTube channel, uh, and we've we know that Roxy uh, is the first official entrant in that tournament, and we will continue to learn more of the entrants in the coming weeks. And of course, we'll, we will have coverage of that as as we learn more about it. Uh, but now we know Angelina, Angelina Love has that uh, that first round by. Um, Gotta think she'll be a favorite to win it, and then if she does win it, you know, you know, I've got to think that whoever eventually dethrones her, this is it's 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 classic wrestling. Whoever you know, whatever babyface or hero, whatever you want to phrase it, dethrones the the ultimate villain, instantly kind of boosts their own profile. And Angelina Love is such a good villain that you know it's it's a win win situation like that. So this was a great main event. I really enjoyed it. And Quinn McKay, just like the Brian Johnson match, she lost this one, but she she looked great in doing so. She very much looked like someone that um, could definitely succeed as a wrestler um, going forward. And I have to think that uh, she could very well wind up in the women's tournament uh, for her own part. Even though she lost this one, um, of honor, uh, the board of directors, Maria, slash, uh, Maria Canales, might be so impressed that they give her a spot anyway. And then it could be a nice story of redemption where she could come back and say that she wants to... Uh, you know, right the wrong here and, and get the win that Mandy Leon stole from her. There's definitely a story like that uh, potentially uh, at play here. And I, I'm curious to see if we get to see that. So a very fun episode. You know, I pretty much say every week Ring of Honor delivers, you know, for my money, one one of the very best hours of week, 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 bleh, sorry about that. Ugh. Weekly wrestling uh, on, on any given basis. Um, Bar none, but no, any I'd put I'd put Ring of, Honor, Ring of Honor up against any company, um, and they just deliver a really great show every single week. We had we had this show, we had a, a main event quality match open the show. You had Brian Johnson PCO uh, with a very fun match in the middle, and then this great main event uh, to close it out. Very fun show. Very much looking forward to next week. They announced that uh, Josh Woods will face Silas Young in a collision of uh, the the tag team formerly known as Two Guys One Tag. Of course, we saw uh, Silas Young return at 19th anniversary and cost. Joshua, it's his, his match with Dalton Castle. Joshua is one of the guys that has really uh, impressed me the most throughout this this pandemic era since the Ring of Honor restart back in the fall. He's looked great. He's beaten Jay Lethal. He's beaten uh, he's beaten Dalton Castle, uh, even though uh, Dalton got that win back at the pay per view. He's uh, picked up a lot of big ones here. He's looked great. He's really grown a lot. I'm very impressed with him. Silas Young, one of the best guys, uh, just like one of the veterans in Ring of Honor. Um, 
really doing great things uh, for a while. You know, a TV champion, a guy that's really uh, had a good run. And then he, he was gone for a while. I mean, he didn't come back until just uh, he appeared, I think, uh, as a manager for Josh during the, the peer tournament at one point. And then he was just gone and he didn't, didn't come back until uh, right around the 19th anniversary. So, uh, you know, now he's seemingly back, at least for, for this match. Um I'm my, my money's on Josh Woods. Hopefully, I think he he could definitely use a big big one here. As far as I can recall, we haven't seen him since the 19th anniversary pay per view. So hopefully, he can pick up a big win here and you know start this next leg of 2021 on on a strong note. Um, I think beating a guy like Sasung would definitely put be a nice uh, feather in Josh Woods' cap, for lack of a better word. Um, I think that'll be a very fun story-driven match. And also, next week, we'll see the uh, Shane Taylor Promotions, the, the six-man tag team champions, face Primal Fear. And they'll put the, the six-man belts on the line. Now, admittedly, I have not seen Primal Fear compete. They, they've been uh, pretty much limited to week by week so far. It's, a, it's this new trio of uh, guys that were brought up from the dojo system, I believe, uh, in Ring of Honor. So... Uh, I, at this point, I'm really not familiar with them. Ahead of next week, I'll probably check out their matches on week by week, just kind of do some scouting and see what, what they're all about. But I really don't know anything about them, so I really can't say much uh, more than that. Um, but they, they've earned this match, and uh, I've, I've talked about it before, Shane Taylor Promotions, a very you know, solid duo. Shane Taylor, one of the... His, his nickname is like the baddest man on Ring of Honor. And we've got Moses and Khan, the, the soldiers of savagery, very talented team. So um, I'm hopeful that we'll get, you know... Even though I don't know much about Primal Fear, I'm hopeful that'll be a good match. Uh, and that'll, like, just, just like uh, Josh Woods, that that potentially a victory would allow Shane Taylor Promotions to begin this next... Uh, portion of 2021 uh, on, on a strong note. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And then the following week, getting to the news section of the show, we uh, Ring of Honor announced that uh, the OGK, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, have earned a tag title shot for the weekend of, of May 22nd, which will be uh, not next week, but the one after that. And so they will face, uh, presumably, if they're, unless there's uh, an, an impromptu title match. Right now, the titles are held by Red Titus and Trace Williams of, of the Foundation. So that'll be a very interesting match to see. Uh, the Foundation slowly losing their... Uh, their grip of the titles in Ring of Honor, of course, uh, I think it was last week we saw Tony Deppin defeat Williams for the TV title. So now Jonathan Gresham, Jonathan Gresham is still the peer champion, but now uh, Red Titus and Trace Williams as the tag team champions, you know, if they lose that match, then the, the foundation definitely uh, will be on not thin ice, but in terms of they want the going from having uh, three titles to just one definitely would be a uh, uh, a, a step backwards for them in this ongoing stable warfare. Um, that'll be a great match. I'm very curious to see if the OGK can kind of reclaim the, the tag titles they held, I think back in 2015, went, uh, before Bennett left the company and uh, went elsewhere. But, you know, that'll be a very fun story there to see, again, that uh, that struggle for the foundation to, to keep their gold versus the OGK's attempt to run it back and, and reclaim the tag title. So I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, and elsewhere, news-wise, uh, in the latest edition of the X-Files on Ring of Honor, uh, the website, uh, uh, LFI, the world champion, Roosh, Dragon Lee, La Bestia Del Ring, all four members, uh, I think including Kenny King, they have been suspended for the month of May. So let that sink in for a second. Ring of Honor has suspended the world champion for the month of May. Uh, and of course, we've seen LFI really just not even just bend the rules. They've straight up broken the rules pretty much every match they're in. Whether I mentioned earlier, it was that, that tag team match with PCO and Brody King and the Briscoes. That devolved into chaos. And then it was same thing. the same thing happened with uh, the match of Violence Unlimited. I think that was a week or two ago now. Uh, just 
absolute chaos and brawling and and weapons and just everything everything that ring of honor um you know the brand of ring of honor pure wrestling you know is defiant of right where it's not supposed to be about violence and chaos it's supposed to be about pure wrestling and respect and tradition so i mean lfi has definitely kind of flown in the face of that for since they really formed and you know i'm you know now we've got this, this suspension so hopefully uh you know this is should seemingly an attempt by ring of honor management to uh you know keep lfi in line and and discourage their their lawless behavior so I don't know. I, I didn't see this coming. You know, in a lot of ways, I it's not very often you see a company suspend the world champion for a month. So um, at this point, it would seem that, you know, I agree. It's already the 10th, May 10th of when I'm recording this. So uh, that's not a whole lot of time. So and you, when you have one show every week other than week, but one like main show and then week by week being the kind of complimentary piece, you know, that I'm sure that will fly by. But, you know, it makes me wonder, like, what what's going to happen then like you know we're getting in this stable warfare uh with the lfi and uh, violence limited and the foundation like is that gonna tip the, the balance of power like will will violence limited or the foundation manage to kind of uh gain the upper hand in that sense uh i don't know i do like this comment from friend of the show nando nando a loyal supporter of everything we do here also we definitely appreciate your support nando saying and this is the second time we've talked about it but it's it's still just to the first time he's saying i'd love to see the former andrade join L- I, Nando, I would love to see that. You know, right now wrestling is very exciting because you've got Dan O'Brien, supposedly a free agent. You've got Samoa Joe, supposedly, uh, definitely a free agent. He got released. Um, they, it's a very exciting time. Andrade's free agent, and uh, he's returning to the ring. I think uh, first next month uh, for um, one for Rush's uh, promotion in Mexico, and then he's facing Alberto Del Rio uh, in July. But uh, man, I would. I would really, really like to see Andrade join LFI. I think that would be really cool. Um, definitely a, a, a very compelling uh, clash of, of personalities there uh, with Andrade and Roosh. That would just be really, that'd be something special, I think. Uh, I don't know what the future holds for Andrade, and I, I can't speculate on it too much, but if, if he joined Ring of Honor, that'd be really cool, man. I I, I can't even lie. Like, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Andrade, uh, and if we, we can, it's fun to sit here and just wonder what, what could happen um and i don't know i uh, at this point you know we, as we know that andrade will be competing at two kind of yeah uh, i guess i'll say one off you know he's facing he's he'll be involved in bruce's promotion um for next month and if he's facing del rio in, in july and i mean hey if he's working a, a match for bruce's promotion maybe there's there's a, a little connection there with andrade and lfi and and obviously ring of honor I don't know. It's it's definitely something worth keeping an eye on. And uh, recently on the Ring of Honor, the Experience Facebook page, uh, someone mentioned that they'd like to see Selena De La Renta, uh, formerly of Major League Wrestling, come to Ring of Honor. She wrapped up with them with, with MLW last week. Uh, and I, I couldn't help but comment, like just like this comment here, I, even if it's not LFI, I'd like to see Selena De, De La Renta come to, to Ring of Honor. I think she could do great work here as well. I think LFI is a natural fit where we saw her as this manager of, of a dominant stable in MLW could very much do something similar in ring of honor. I think that'd be really, really cool as well Two two purely hypothetical uh, fantasy booking kind of things there, but there, there are some really exciting options on the table in theory, you know, it's just as purely wonder, right? Not saying that it will happen, not saying that it should happen, just saying it, it'll be fun. Uh, those are two 
you know, hypotheticals, but for more news things, things that are uh, confirmed to have happened. We talked about LFI getting suspended. They'll be addressing that uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, on Ring of Honor Week by Week, which airs at 1 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. So make sure to check out that for their comments about getting suspended. Um, and as I said earlier, we've been seeing Women's Division Wednesdays uh, every Wednesday on the Ring of Honor YouTube channel as well. So uh, this week, we'll, we'll get another match and another enter in the tournament, which will be coming this summer. Uh, I'm very curious to see, A, who will be in that match. Last week, we saw Sumi Sakai, Ring of Honor legend, beat Vita Von Star of the Righteous. So uh, maybe Sumi will get her spot in the tournament, well-deserved if so. Uh, of course, we will keep you guys posted about that uh, between the match and the potential announcement of... Uh, the next tournament tournament entrant it's very definitely uh curious as curious to know who who will be in that tournament and uh, just what we were talking about andrade here um other releases as well you've got chelsea green chelsea green she just gave an interview with, with the wrestling perspective i i wrote an article about it yesterday and she doubled down on her interest in working for ring of honor so the that that, that is different than this this andrade's uh, hope and speculation about wanting to see him come to ring of honor she has she tweeted i think uh, roughly a, a week and a half ago that she's never worked for Ring of Honor and she wants to make it happen. Now she's out there in an interview saying the Ring of Honor is on her bucket list. She wants to work here. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put that, put that energy out there. I want to see Chelsea Green work in Ring of Honor, even if it's just like a one-off or a short run here in the, in the women's tournament. I think that'd be great for her and for Ring of Honor. Definitely a, would be a, a big get for this, this rebuilding women's division. I think that, that'd be really cool. And you think about the Iconics, Billy K, Peyton Royce, they got released, maybe bring them in. That's a possibility could happen mickey mickey james a, a legend in the business also out there as well so uh between them between any any number of the of the very talented women in in the independent scene lots of great options out there on table for ring of honor definitely worth um thinking about and, and wondering and keep an eye on on women's division wednesdays and just the general announcements continue to kind of come uh as we as we near the summer and this tournament so definitely looking forward to seeing what happens there um but in the meantime Next week will be another fun show, I'm sure, where we will have uh, the the collision of Josh Woods and Silas Young. Very much looking forward to that. And that's a six-man title match. It'll be a good show. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. I hope you are as well. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this. I appreciate you for your support, for watching this show. Uh, if you're watching this live, I'll, if you're watching this live, I'll be back here uh, Monday night for with John Clark for the Raw post show, and we'll, uh, John and I do the NXT post show on Wednesdays. The Dynamite Dudes of Attitude, Marcus and Dominic D'Angelo do AW and uh, WCW rewritten. They do AEW coverage and they do WCW WCW rewritten uh, for and um, all this great content. I can't even can't even get it out straight. All this great content uh, constantly coming at you guys. Robert D. Felice and I do the the SmackDown Double Down on 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 Friday nights for reviewing SmackDown. We've got a great stream of, of interviews coming at you guys. Bo Pritchard recently interviewed uh, Sin Cara. He interviewed Nick Aldis, uh, the NWA World's Champion. I interviewed Brian Johnson last week. Uh, make sure to check that out. All these things and more available on any number of our platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be. Make sure to leave like, subscribe. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your support very much. And make sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Recap of Honor. Thank you for listening, everybody.